Amidst the grounds of the Miskatonic University stands a grim archive. Within lies a collection of the darkest secrets known to mankind. But visitor beware, for what horrors lie within their pages. Can you resist their maddening call, or will you succumb to the tales from the Orna Library? Tonight's story, The Shadow of a Providence, Part 2, Desperately Deputized. Previously, our investigators were enjoying a night at the Milton Hotel in Providence. For various reasons, they found themselves in the Kingdom of Fire exhibit, a collection of Egyptian artifacts from the British Museum. While enjoying or watching over the collection, the lights suddenly went out, plunging the exhibit into darkness. Gunfire began rattling off as guests and curators alike desperately tried to escape the chaos. Our investigators willingly and unwillingly managed to tough it out, witnessing the death of an unfortunate photojournalist and the head curator of the exhibit, Dr. Bronson. A few even saw strange, grainy mass rise into the air from Dr. Bronson's corpse and enter into the air vent. Just as quickly as it started, the chaos ended, with artifacts strewn all over the floor. Our investigators and three other guests were brought downstairs to the main lobby as police began to pour into the building. We pick up as the chief inspector begins to question them about what they saw. And welcome back, listeners, to the Tales from the Orn Library. This is the second part of The Shadow Over Providence. So we pick up the four of you, Professor Gerard Maxwell, Marcus Koenig, Phil McGee, and Albert Barisi, are sitting in the lobby of the Milton Hotel in Rhode Island. A uh, brazen, I guess what you could call a robbery, just took place at the Kingdom of Fire exhibit on the 17th floor, and you are now sat in front of the police inspector. He has a notepad. Um, He adjusts his glasses and messes with his mustache a bit. And uh, he looks at Albert. All right, let's do the fucking questioning. What brings you to the mill? Uh, well, uh, Uh, I'm just here. What brings me to the Milton? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Let's let's (laughs) 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 Sounds mighty guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. uh, What brings me to the Milton? Well, uh, I'm kind of here uh, as a viewer, you know, but... 
uh, <clears throat> on other reasons as well. That's about sums it up for me. God damn it. Uh, did you notice anyone in the ex- uh, exhibition acting strangely, being looking odd, any sort of thing like that? Yeah, there was a guy in the exhibit acting strangely. Uh, there was a uh, there was a an Irishman uh, with a with a big old bushy beard, and uh, he was given an artifact uh, the eye. I kept looking around for him, but before I saw anything, the lights went out. God damn it. <sighs> God damn it. Well, um, that's very key information you got us there, actually. Um, uh, where were you when the chaos erupted? Uh, what, what happened? When the chaos erupted, where was I? I was in the... <laughs> where was I? I can't remember. <laughs> you were grabbing stuff. I was, um... Yeah. When the chaos erupted, where was I? I was by the main exhibit. Alright, and uh, is there anything you can remember? And, um, everything, no matter how trivial. Everything, no matter how trivial. No, not really. <laughs> anything strange? You see any, any weirdness or any... Uh, what did you see? Actually, yeah. Yeah, what did I see? I saw a muzzle flashes. Muzzle flashes everywhere. And then... Uh, there was a scream, and I think it was from uh, uh, the curator of the museum. And that's all I remember. Uh, after uh, everything died down, there was a security guard waiting on the floor. He was uh, unconscious, like someone, I don't know, hit him in the head. And I thought he pissed himself for a bit, but I don't, I don't know if he actually did. All right. Uh... Good to know. Thank you for your time. Uh, I want you to make a psychology roll for me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 37 under 40. Okay. You've been around this kind of work before. You know the tells and stuff like that. He is very stressed. Um, like, he's hairs away from, like, losing it. And he, like he's, he's hardly paying attention to you. He is just writing stuff down. <sighs> All right. Well, uh... Thank you for your time. Um, if you'll just stay here for the moment, the seven of you, any gestures to the those of you at the bench. You guys are the last in the room, so we're going to talk to you guys first. So once again, he just kind of sighs and uh, moves over to, uh, we'll say Marcus. He moves over to you. <sighs> what brings you to the Melton? Um, I'm here on work. Uh, I, I am a composer. I was uh, commissioned for the wedding that was being held. All right. Jot that down. Did you notice anyone in the exhibition acting strangely? I can't say that I did. I was mostly focused on the performance when it happened, and then I got to see some of the artifacts right before everything happened. See, see, and uh, where were you when the chaos erupted? Uh, by the artifacts. Um, I was uh, looking at a exhibit of small figurines before uh, the main speech happened, and in the middle of that was when gunfire started and the uh, lights went down. I see. Is there anything else you remember? 
any, I mean, any small details? Nothing's too trivial. Um, it looked, uh, when the, the lights were out and all that I could see was illuminated by, uh, muzzle flashes, but it looked as though, uh, something weird happened with the curator. Uh, I can't really explain what happened. Um, can't really say what I saw. I'm not exactly sure what I saw, but it was weird. Weird how? Um, this is, there's, it looked as though some force in, like, enveloped the curator before she screamed and died. He gives you a very weird look. <sighs> All right. Uh, he he jots it down. You can hear him on her breath say, might be under the influence. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, wait, I remember that too. Looks like some force enveloped the curator before she screamed and died. Thank you for your addition. Yeah, my addition. <laughs> <laughs> He he looks at the uh, the two of you left, Phil and Professor and the Professor. Do you two see the same thing? I I I, I no. I did. It looked like it was sands. Sand? Yeah. Like it was just wrapping around her and almost like absorbing her. He pinches the bridge of his nose. Um, the rest of you make a psychology roll. So it's Phil, Marcus, and Maxwell. That's probably not going to work. 26 under 40. That's 71 over 10. Uh, 40 over 36. Okay, so did it all fail then? No, I succeeded. Oh, I, I succeeded. Once again, I'll reiterate what I told Albert. He looks very stressed. And this just added... To, like he's white, dabbing sweat from his brow. Not in like a suspicious stress, but like, holy shit, there is so much kind of stressed. He steps back after he's done questioning you. He sighs and <sighs> all right, this is very unorthodox, but seeing as you four have somewhat share the same story and uh, he seems somewhat reliable we could use some assistance we've got 12 hours on this investigation and then we have to let everyone go well, if what you brought up is correct we're dealing with Red Jim McLaughlin local gangster so congratulations y'all have been deputized my greatest accomplishment <laughs> <laughs> Just for the 12 hours, don't let it get to your heads. The hope extinguishes. <laughs> now, while me and my officers check the crime scene upstairs, take a look at other things. Questioning the other three guests here, any emotions to the other three that were with you at the end of the chaos. And then furthermore, if there's that, uh, that reporter that got killed, guy's camera. We need you to develop that film in the dark room. It could really give us a clue on any guilty parties. And uh, while you're at it, I want you to check out Dr. Bronson's room. Uh, something in there might give us a clue as to uh, 
who's behind this. I can't believe I'm fucking doing this. Um, and this is when an, an, an officer uh, approaches him. Uh, hey, uh, Inspector Drummond, the uh, coroner has arrived. Uh, they would like to show you the body of Dr. Bronson. All right, all right. You have your orders. Up to it. And he walks away. I guess I'll go up to a witness and question them. I'm going to... Uh, Professor Maxwell is going to go to Dr. Bronson's room. Okay. To investigate. You want to tag along? Um... Yeah, I'll tag along. Um, and I guess Marcus will go try to find the film to get developed. Okay. Splitting the party. Woo! <laughs> Can you believe that? It always goes well. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. I like this development. That wasn't in sarcastic way. Like, I, I like this development. That's All the more easy to kill you. Okay. So. Let's start with the, the Phil and Albert questioning the guests. The two of you kind of slide on over to where the other three are waiting. There's a tall, middle-aged man in a very well-worn suit. It still looks nice, but it's shown its age. Uh, the other is an Italian man, um, nice well-kept hair, pristine mustache, a suit the opposite of the of the first man's pristine. The seams are creased, impeccably dressed. And the third is the young woman. She's very smartly dressed. She has a large hat on. They all look up as you approach, and uh, the man in the well-worn suit. Uh, what uh what's going on? I uh I get my notepad out, my pen and go and then start like waiting <laughs> for you to talk. <laughs> um Why are you waiting for me to talk? <laughs> I mean do you want me to like Okay, uh, I'm just gonna So uh so uh we're just here to ask you a few questions, yeah? Alright. Uh, what do you need to know? Just sell the man in the suit or the well-worn suit. Yes, yes. Uh, <clears throat> what do we need to know? Uh, <laughs> what, 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 what'd you see? What'd you see? <sighs> like you could see anything in there? I write that down. <laughs> I I saw gunfire. I saw people moving around. I saw artifacts flying around. It, what more do you want me to say? Where were you when the lights went out? Yeah. Uh, I was towards the uh, the end of the ballroom. I was looking at a table full of tools, I think it was. All right. Tools. 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 Capital T-O-L. T-O-L-L. I like to imagine you spell T-O-L-L. And then scribble out. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. And it, by the way, like it, I'm shaking, so it's chicken scratch. What type of tools? I know, chisels, chisels, axe. Hmm. 
I write that down. How long is this going to take? Uh, how long is it going to take? Well, he, 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 he's cooperating, cooperating very well. Uh, he uh, thinks he's cooperating very well. Don't, 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 don't do this to me. I can't be the good cop. Oh, you can't be the good cop. Huh? <laughs> 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 <Panic>. <laughs> I write in large letters. <laughs> uh, can I can I roll psycho uh, uh like your psychoanalysis to see psychology it? psychology? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, roll psychology. Uh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, it's a ninety-two. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit! I don't know, man. You suck. Fuck you. <laughs> Get better notes. <clears throat> um. Okay. Uh, did you notice anything? Uh, did you notice anything weird about the about the event? Anything going on there? And a bunch of guns. Guys going. Uh, no, I, I didn't see much. I, photographer got fucking shot. I write that down. He got shot. Did he? Yeah, he got shot. He got shot? What, what the fuck? What the fuck are you trying to do? I'm just... What do you mean? Uh, I... Uh, I... Uh, uh. For the record, my name is Coleman Reese. I write that down. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I don't, okay. <laughs> so, uh, can I have can I have a decide here with my partner for a moment? Or by all means. Yeah, by all means. Alright. So, so let's talk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I'm reading We're my complete earshot of this too. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what's up? So Truth time, alright? This is what's up. <clears throat> I'm an undercover federal agent, alright? And I'm here investigating, or just making sure that artifacts weren't gonna go missing, because I got a tip that some things might be going down. I won't lie to you, I don't think shit would happen. I fucked up my last case real bad, real bad. Some people died. Some real people. It was grisly. I don't know how I. It was bad, man. It was bad. But, so I thought this was just jump duty. They were just punishment. So, I'm just saying, cards on the table, that's where I am. That's, I, I kind of, I, I, I almost flunked out of the force. Tr- 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 truth time? Truth time. Have you noticed I pissed my pants? <laughs> <laughs> I noticed you pissed your pants. You're not helping. I'm not helping. <laughs> <laughs> You'd mock that too. <laughs> Can we just can we just talk to another person? Yeah, we can just talk to another person. And I'm gonna forget what you told me. Okay, I didn't write anything for that now. Okay, let's move. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I think we're good with Coleman <laughs> for now. Yes. Wait. <laughs> 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 so which one do we go to? Which one do we go to? We <laughs> <laughs> go to the straggling <laughs> The one that does not dress well. Is he yak? That's what you just, just talked to. Wait, I thought we talked to the rich guy. We just talked to Coleman. We talked to the scraggly guy, that's Coleman. Oh. The Italian guy is the one who looks who looks wealthy. Oh, that one. Yeah, we'll go to the Italian guy. 
He'll go to the Italian guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I walk up. Me. I walk up to him and I like do this with my hand and get some snot on it on accident and go to shake his hand. Hi, well, we're here to ask you questions. Uh, pardon me, I, I, I do not shake hands. I'm, uh, I don't like to transfer the germs to my artifacts. And side note, I'm gonna try to do an Italian accent without making it very stereotypical, so it may sound wildly different from time to time. <laughs> okay. You hear I, this guy? He doesn't like Germans around his artifacts. He, he, he said germs. Yeah, he said germs. What? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway, sir, sir, where where have you been this t- tonight? I uh, was in my room. Uh, I was in uh, at the exhibit. Uh, I, I'm in the lobby. That uh, that is beneath lobby. Okay. Where were you when shit hit the fan? I was uh, talking to Dr. Bronson briefly. You, 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 you talked to Dr. Bronson? I write that down. Yes, yes. She is an old colleague of mine. You see, I work at the Federico Eusubio Civic Museum of Archaeology and Natural Sciences in Italy. I am the curator. I uh, was trying to convince Dr. Bronson to bring the exhibit to Italy. Blah, Ah! And that was when the lights went out. Well, yes. After, after I was done talking to Dr. Bronson, uh, she rang a bell, did a speech, and that's when the lights went out. Did, did, what, did, what exact, exactly did you talk about? Like I said, the moving... Did, the did you talk about anything more? We Nothing, up, anything uh, suspicious? We talked, caught up like old colleagues do. Was she acting weird? No. uh, Did she seem off at all? No, as far as I could tell. I write that down. (laughs) (laughs) I like to think that your character is saying, I write that down. (laughs) In character. (laughs) So when the the lights went out, you were standing next to her? I was a few feet away from her when the lights went out. Well... In case you didn't know, Dr. Bronson, Dr. Bronson is dead. What? What? Who's he? Yes. He sits back in his chair and his face just pales. Um, I guess not moving of the artifacts over there, huh? You'll have to give me a moment. Dr. Bronson and I were we were close friends. We'll give you a moment. You guys were close friends. We'll, 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 we'll talk to another person. Thank you for your time. Grazie. Grazie. So we move to the next uh, person, the lady, the nice lady. Uh, she was looking at the other two and watches you approach. Can I help? Uh, you too? You don't look like officers. Uh, well, well uh, uh, we, we are honorary deputies tonight. Thank you. Mm, um, yes. Good for you. Yes. My highest honor. Um, um, I have my federal agent badge, right? Yeah. You only told me, though. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just taking share. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're deputies. And we're, uh, we're investigating this shit. Uh, 
Where were you when the lights went out? I was over by the artifacts. Uh, north end of the ballroom. Well, c- c- could we get a name? Uh, Celia Shepard. I write that down. And then all the rest of the stuff about where she was. Uh, by the way, the, the Italian man did introduce himself as Signor Vittorio Deodato. I wrote that down. Just, that never came up, but... I just flipped them in. Okay, yeah. Vittorio Deodato. Any, any, any more questions? Yeah. What are you doing here? I came here to expand on my interest in culture. You know, wh- when is the next time you're going to see an exhibit of Egyptian artifacts from the British Museum? I mean, come on. It's like a once-in-a-lifetime chance for us states folk. Hmm. I write that down. Uh, does this person seem like they care about that sort of thing? Make a psychology roll. <clears throat> okay. One Could I do that as well? All right. Yeah, both of you make it. Right. 75 or 40. <laughs> um, where is it? Psychology is a uh, third column. Four, third or fourth column. Oh, damn. That's a 19 over 10. Hmm? You can spend luck or you can push. Can I push because... She's a pretty lady. Sure. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I'm, an, I'm a nerd, so I got it too. You no, know, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna push. Um, I got, dude. You had ninety, right? No, I got seventy-five. Oh, well, it's one and the same. What? <laughs> Failing all the rules. Uh, <laughs> could you please? Okay. Um, I'm gonna. Right. I'm gonna push this time. Um, uh, I'm actually. Uh, <clears throat> She's a pretty lady. I'm interested. There you go. Uh, I'm actually a fast talker. So, so am I. Um, so I'm going to kind of lean in close and start asking her questions real fast. <laughs> okay. Just kind of interrogating her. Um, that's 35 under 40. Okay. And what did you get? I on got two. A two. Okay. Under 10. So as he's doing this, as he's like really grilling her, uh, Albert, you notice that her facade is kind of breaking a little bit. There seems to be a, a, a hint of panic in her eyes, uh, but you notice, uh, Phil, there is a slight cut on her hand, and or, you notice that one of her fingers seems to be like shriveled a little bit, similar to the way you found Dr. Bronson. Uh, so I see this. I kind of like, <gasps> and I'm like, what happened to your hand? And then I point at it. Well, what about it? Do you see that? Yeah, I see that. What happened to your hand? It's a birth defect. I appreciate it if you don't bring it to my attention. Really? What's it called? Do I look like a doctor to you? Well, it, 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 is, it is a part of you. I think you would know, you know, you had whatever it was. I mean, really didn't have the money to go to the doctors ever get it diagnosed. It's just a um, defect. Okay. I'm going to pull up my federal agent badge and I'm going to start fast talking her. Okay. Um, uh, listen, lady, don't you understand? I'm a federal agent. Okay. Look at this shit. This is real. This is verifiable. I'm a federal agent. They didn't need to deputize shit. I'm, I'm ranking everyone fucking here. All right. So, lady, all right, you're going to listen to me. You're going to listen to me. You're going to tell me what the fuck you saw. You're going to tell me what the fuck you did. What the fuck that, what the fuck that figure is. Or you're going to wait for a long time. All right, lady. All right, capiche? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Yeah, go ahead and make the make the make the fast talk roll for me. Why are all of your characters the worst people? <laughs> I know why. Because they're fun. Because <laughs> Steven's playing them. I mean, that's very... Accurate. 37 under 40. <laughs> okay. Yeah. By three. She starts to sweat a bit. All right, fine. I wrote all that down. <laughs> you just... I'm just scribbling Stenographer memory. Stenographer over here. Um, all right. All right. I was in on it. It... it what? What? You know, what? The robber. What else? Are you stupid? Something was stolen? That was actually going down? I mean... <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, <clears throat> I was the one who's... I can't believe I'm fucking telling you this. Listen. You better provide me with a lighter sentence, okay? I can tell you every single one of Red Gem's men. But only if you can promise me You'll give me a lighter sentence. If you're going to cooperate, I can promise you a short sentence. All right. I was one who was supposed to grab the canopic job. Red Jim wanted it. Don't know why. I was up there. Grabbed the jaw. Something happened. Something came out. And that's all I remember. It was... it is, is, is that finger part of it? Or was that a true birth defect? Oh, this... Yeah, it was fucking part of it. So you you you, tu- you touched whatever that was. I don't know what it was. Okay. Did did, did you see it? It was dark. Well, I, did, did you saw the the gunshots in, in in the flash with the camera? I saw something. I don't know what it was. Okay. I uh, write that down. <laughs> so I don't actually know that Mrs. Bronson was desiccated, right? Mm-hmm. You know she's dead. Yeah. Right? But you know she's desiccated. Do I? Yes, I do. Yes, I do, actually. Thank mm-hmm. you for reminding me. Uh, I... Yeah, uh, uh... Well, it's lucky that you didn't get pulled in to whatever that was, because the, uh, the curator, uh, our entire body looks like your your finger now. She's dead. Dude, she's, I, I didn't do it. I didn't kill her. It wasn't me. Well, well I, I hate to break it to you, but, you know, that finger and the way that she looks... How, how could I do... Why? How would I do that? Well, I don't know. I don't I'm know just, how this happened. Okay. This day, man. It's jury time. Whatever. And once again, you promise me that short sentence, okay? I promise you that short sentence, okay? She just cast its back. That's all I know. That's all she knows. Do you want to go back to the Italian guy? Sure. Okay. I think now is a good time to uh, yeah, swoop on over to someone else. I swear to God, um, Steven's character is a yak bag. <laughs> a yak bag? It's like the, it was like one of the first like uh, you talk and it repeats what you said. All right, so Marcus, yes, uh, Inspector Drummond leaves, and uh, the two men, Phil and Albert, get up and start moving towards the the other folks in the lobby. Uh, you decided you were going to check out the film. I will point out that you do know that there was a photographer for the wedding. She might be a person to go to first to talk about things, but it's up to you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, the, the camera that went off during the whole, uh, gunfire and everything, mm-hmm. um, 
Is that still over by the, like, artifacts and the exhibits and stuff? Um, I'm going to say by this time, it has been brought down. It is no longer at the exhibit. Okay. Collected as evidence. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess, would I have access to that as well? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, then, um, I won't worry about that quite yet. Um, I can get that basically whenever, probably. Um, I'll go to the wedding photographer, I guess. Okay. Uh, so you go upstairs to second floor. Um, the wedding party has ended, as uh, gunfire tends to do. <laughs> um, there, are people mostly huddled in. Uh, there's a few officers starting to like calm things down, and you spy uh, the wedding photographer. She's a very portly woman. Um, she's she's smartly dressed, but not to outshine any any wedding party. You know, it's mm-hmm. very. It's subtle, but it's it's sharp. Um, and she is looking very wild. She's snapping pictures just because, you know, what else is she going to do? Yeah. Um, yeah, I- excuse me, ma'am. Huh? Oh, uh, you're the composer, right? Uh, yes, uh, Marcus. Uh, Francine. Um, I have been... Uh, essentially roped into helping investigate this whole situation. Um, and I was wondering if uh, you happened to get any pictures during the whole event. Well, I mean, after everything sort of went sideways. What went sideways? She wasn't up in the exhibit. Oh, I see. Well, uh, there was... Uh, I'm sure you heard... Uh, gunfire. Yes, yeah. What was going on? Um, some sort of robbery or something with the museum artifacts. Um, oh, God. Yeah, there is a lot happening up there right now. I suppose there was, there was enough movement between floors. Um, it would be really appreciated if uh, uh, we could use your film as possible evidence to see any people going by through floors or any people standing out. Yeah, well, well, um, I, I, I work for the hotel. I, I have my own dedicated dark room, if that's also something you need. Uh, that would be awesome. Wonderful. I'll, I'll, be, I'll accompany you, because it is my dark room. I of course. would like to make sure things are done right. But you have access to that. Uh, well, I wouldn't know how to do any of it myself anyway. Fair enough. Uh, she packs up. She kind of starts tearing down her camera and packs it up. All right. Um, I also would like to head down to the officers and see if I can get some more film that we might do at the same time. Okay. So you head back downstairs. Um, Drummond comes around shaking his head um i good you uh uh what what are are you doing um i'm working on the photography ah yes um billy give him the camera and a very fresh-faced recruit shows up and he hands you the photographer's camera there's a bit of blood splattered on it uh the 
flash has been broken. Uh, thank you. Um, we're about to head to the dark room right now to good, uh, good develop this. Very good. Uh, carry on. All right. Okay. And uh, Francine is going to take you and lead you back up to the second floor. Um, lead you around a couple hallways uh, to a room, room at the end of the hallway that has a uh, a red light above it and the words "dark room." Uh, and a little another sign that says, "When light is on, do not enter." Well, here we are. It opens the door and lets you in. Wonderful. And she gets to developing them. And that's going to take some time. And while that happens, let's check in with Maxwell. Professor Gerard Maxwell. Do you like saying that? Sure. I love, um, I love when you say my name. <laughs> um, you are going to check out Dr. Bronson's room. Yes. Okay. I go there. <laughs> <laughs> After asking a couple officers, you find her room is on the eighth floor. Excuse you. She's my colleague. I know where it is. <laughs> okay, well, you would know that her room is on the eighth floor. All right. Uh, 808 is her room number. I go there. All right, you, you take the elevator up. And while you're in the elevator, you hear a slight kind of like shudder for a minute. And then everything goes fine. Nothing, nothing else weird happens on your way up to the 8th floor. Chime dings, you open up, head to a room, 808. Door is locked. As it would be. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I did not think this far. Um, I don't want to go back all the way downstairs. I guess I have to go all the way back downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) So, cursing to yourself... You go back in the elevator, <sighs> go back down to the lobby, go to talk to the hotel. And, and ask for a key. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, sir, but we can't just give out a key to every, a key to someone's room to anyone. I've been tasked by the local police to help with their investigation, and I require the key to her room, please. All right. Well, in that case, then she goes underneath the desk, unlocks something, and hands you a key labeled 808. Thank you very much. And so once again, back up the elevator. You go back up the elevator. <laughs> do I hear any weird noise? <laughs> yeah, we do get elevator music on the edit every time it goes up and down. <laughs> speed it up. <laughs> speed it up as I'm going faster. <laughs> um, slightly agitated elevator. <laughs> do you hear some foot tapping? <laughs> there is nothing else weird on your way up the elevator. Okay, go to her room. Unlock the door. It unlocks, and the door opens up. Uh, it is a, a modest room, and there's really four points of interest. There is the her bed and nightstand. There is her desk, the dresser and closet in the room, and the only other room in here is the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So you have the bed and nightstand, the dresser, the desk and closet, and the bathroom. I'll check out her... Uh Bed and nightstand, firstly. Okay. Uh, Make sure I didn't roll for me. 63. Over, under. It's over. You can push or you can spend luck. Uh, I'll 
Mm. No. You've got some, you got a lot of luck. I'll push. Okay. Oh my Sixty-five. Over forty-five. Okay, and you cannot spend luck on a push roll. Nope. So I guess I find nothing. Uh, no, you, you do find on the nightstand is a, uh, a leather-bound book. It's got her name on it, and you assume it's probably her personal diary. Um, I'll come back to it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to check out the... What was it? The nightstand? Or no, something else. Uh, There's the desk. Desk. Okay. Her desk is covered in papers. There's folders. There's um, pictures of hieroglyphs. There's notes scrawled on... Um, notepads and after a bit of time of like searching through them you find three uh, notes of interest specifically um, in a manila folder there are her hieroglyphic translations Um, each translation is paper clipped to a photo of the artifact to which it belongs so if you would like to read those out loud look through them Ibn Hoptep's sacred amulet. Try as I might, I am unable to decipher the runes. Clearly, they are not Egyptian, and despite my exhaustive research, I am unable to understand the root language. I suspect this could be a cipher etched by in, in Ibn Hotep's own hand, but what it means has been lost to time. Shabti figurine, the jasper. If accurately translated, this, the message is both strange and cryptic. To the to the possessor past unseen, and without odor or sound by the fetid beast. Ibn Hotep's canopic jar tablet. According to the hieroglyphs, it says that any container sealed with honey and blessed with a prayer to Eset, Isis, will contain Set's beast for all eternity. Fascinating stuff. Indeed. <laughs> Make um, a listen roll for me. A listen roll? Okay. 66 over 20. Uh, okay. Noted. Noted. Yes, I, I wrote it. <laughs> I write this down. <laughs> I, I know the joke's dumb, but yeah. All right, so. Um, I guess you said all that's left is the closet in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Check the closet for anything. Okay. So, you open the door. Get on the floor. Um, and this shape shoots out at you. Fuck. As you feel this sticky, fleshy ooze adhere to your face. And it starts, like, pulsating. You feel, like, like fluid escaping through your pores. Um... Go ahead and make a constitution roll. Fuck me. Or an, or an opposed strength roll. Uh, for constitution, 34 under 55. Okay. Ah, oh, this thing keeps... This thing keeps sucking. trying to pull it off. Okay, uh, make a strength roll then. Fuck. <laughs> when you're dehydrated, but it keeps sucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm sorry, I had to do it. I I appreciate the joke. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how you enable him. 91. 
Oh, oh no! Oh my goodness! You can spend all of your life. <laughs> no, I can't. Oh, yeah, I can't. I can't to save myself. But can I push? You can push, or you could like Benny said, you could spend all your luck. No. Oh, okay. Your luck. Spend it all. <laughs> I mean, hopefully you can push the luck to us. Yeah. I'm really tossing it here. That might sound bad in British. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> you know, statistically, it does. 17 under, or on 17. Oh. <laughs> Ones is, okay. sevens can be deceiving. Um, My strength is 35, but. Yeah, you, almost with all your might, pull it off that from your face and gasp a breath of fresh air and throw it to the ground as it squelches and bunches itself back together and scoots its way back towards you. Um, so we're in combat right now. Fuck. That's you don't have to fight. Cousin. What? Flubber's evil cousin. Oh my <laughs> god. That's funny. That's funny. Flubber. Um, <laughs> Flubber. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's flobbering time. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, well, I will have a worse joke, but okay. I'm not going to say it on recording. So you do take one damage as this adhesive thing tears at the flesh on your face. Hey, Matt. Yeah. I really want you to know I'm rooting for you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so, uh, sorry, I was... Uh, yeah, so I'm going to try and, like, stomp it. Okay. Make a fighting brawl roll. Uh, make an opposed fighting brawl roll for me. Maybe. I really wish I yeah, brought my 70s. actual dice. It'd be more forgiving. 57 over 45. Okay. You both fail. No one does no one does damage. This is no. Um Alright. Uh it's its turn and it's gonna shoot a pseudopod out at your leg. At your foot. A pseudopod. Like a squid? That's a cephalopod. <laughs> hey man. I'm so stupid. They you both die. <laughs> Think amoebas. Pseudopod is like that. Is it like the shot amoeba at me? Huh? It's like the flood in Halo, the little ones where they shoot things at you. I don't play Halo. You don't play Halo? Seriously? Hey man. I get it. I get it. This weekend. So the pseudopod shoots out. Um, roll the dice. Okay. Uh, make a dodge or fighting brawl roll. Uh, is dodge in the mm-hmm. half decks? Yeah, half decks. Um, Actually, I'm going to try opposing Fighting Brawl because that's more likely. That's good. God damn. 93. Oh! Oh, mine was 14. Okay, so that's a hard success. So it will do its damage. So it's a D3. I'm dying. Um, You take three points of damage as its acidicness just kind of eats away at your leg and it adheres to said appendage. It's on my leg? The pseudopod is. Oh. Not the full thing. I squid on my leg. <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn again. Uh, I don't know. I'll try kicking the thing again. Okay. Please, God. All right. 16 under 22. That's a hard success. Zero? Are you fucking me right now? <laughs> Oh my god. I'm gonna die here. I'm so sorry. You see this guy? He's gonna die right here. Uh, the thing has disadvantage? Uh. 
disadvantage in call over It's still one of it was kind of thirteen. Shooting oh no. <laughs> you evil bastard. Oh, roll damage. Why do people hate me? I don't, I don't get the D3. Uh, you're easy to hate, Steven. Oh, and I love that about Okay, you. you take one damage. Yeah. It, it like links Lengths. It yanks at your leg wrong and like pulls a muscle. Oh, wait a minute. That does full damage. Because it's extreme crit. success. So it's automatically um, crit. Uh, it pulls on your leg real hard and it's all like surrounding your foot and it's enveloped your foot. Um, but in doing so, it like it yanks your leg out of the hip socket a little bit oh, and then like you violently shove it back in and it hurts real bad. So you take three points of damage. What are you down to? Dang. Three. Uh, oh. Well, no. Because it would be half a total. Okay. So, um, the thing is going to, like, contract a little. And I need you to make a power roll. Do I Uh, yes, roll an opposed power roll as well. 19 under 22. Okay. You succeed. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to try it. I'm going to run away now. Okay. Uh, make a strength roll. A post strength roll to break free. Uh, strength roll 33. Mm-hmm. Okay. You just barely managed to squelch your foot out of the thing. It takes your sock, half of your pant leg with it. Now, it's not like a gelatinous cube in D&D where you can see inside of it. It's just kind of fetid, fleshy-like color uh, um, that's just got a shoe and a bit of pant leg sticking out of it now. Yeah, I'm running. Okay. Later, Gator. Yeah, you manage to get out. Uh, you throw open the door, um, slam it behind you, and bolt. And as you bolt... Um, you notice Inspector Drummond coming your way, and he's like, what's going on? What's the matter? And that is when you see a fleshy appendage start to descend from the ceiling. And that is where we will end the session for tonight. Sincerely thank you for listening to our strange story tonight, and we hope it gave you chills and thrills alike. Join us next time for part three of The Shadow Over Providence. In the meantime, follow us on social media. We are Tales from the Orn Library Official on Facebook and at Orn Library Pod on Twitter. Additionally, you can visit our website at talesfromtheornlibrary.com where you can view all the handouts used in the show thus far. And until next time, remember, the library is always open. Mm-hmm.